Hello and welcome to the Mobile Leaders Podcast, Episode 3. We discuss all things mobile in the enterprise on this podcast, challenges, solutions, and how you can be successful with your mobile initiatives. I'm Anusha, leading enterprise product marketing for the mobile products at Microsoft, and Steve. Hi, I'm Steve Hall, Director of Enterprise Mobility for Microsoft. Thanks, Steve. All right, so if you haven't already checked out our uh, previous two podcasts, you'll find them on the same channel. Um, One is on mobile trends in the enterprise and another one is on mobile centers of excellence. Please do go check it out. Today, we're going to be talking about something that's not often associated or discussed when we talk about enterprise mobile apps, um, which is bringing productivity and delight to these um, internal apps, especially, and creating a great user experience. Steve, so what's typically been your experience when talking to different folks across the industry? You know, how much importance is given to creating a great user experience for internal apps? Yeah, first and foremost, enterprises want to make sure that the investments they make in mobile are realized. That means users are using these applications and getting value out of them. If apps are not built properly with good design principles and a solid user experience, these apps are are at risk for failing. Well, I'm seeing many different levels, I guess, of emphasis being placed on UX in the enterprise. Mature organizations will have design resources and guidelines in place to help them shape the UX for their mobile apps. And these are the organizations that are are certainly the most successful in achieving their mobile goals. Yeah, um, especially with increasing adoption, I'm sure. So how do you see this evolving over the next few years? Well, mobile has really brought UX to the forefront, even in the enterprise. Enterprise resources over the next few years will certainly be more skilled at developing the user experience aspects of their mobile apps. Better patterns will exist that people can leverage so you don't have to necessarily invent everything yourself. Uh, And certainly our tools will improve to help us design a better UX for our mobile apps. Thanks, Steve. I actually had the opportunity to have a quick conversation with Josh Clark, who is the founder of Big Medium. Um, it's a design agency specializing in connected devices, mobile experiences, and responsive web design. Uh, this was at our Evolve 2016 conference back in April. So let's take a listen to that conversation now. I have with me in the studio Josh Clark. You may have already heard of him as he's written a number of fantastic books including Designing for Touch and Tapworthy. So thank you so much for joining us, Josh. Oh, my pleasure, Anusha. It's a treat to be here. Great. So why don't we get started with talking a little bit about how and why the expectations of enterprise apps are just getting completely reset? Oh, yeah. Great question. I mean, I think some call enterprise the software that UX forgot. You know, that somehow it's it's while we... Uh, often put a ton of of energy into mm-hmm. crafting these great experiences for our customers. Mm-hmm. When it comes to crafting experiences for employees, we often do it as quickly as possible. Well, right. it works. Let's move on. Right, right. Uh, and you know, I think that one of the things that's happened really since mobile is an entire shift in perspective on what software can be. It mm-hmm. used to be the gray stuff to help us do the dumb things we got to <laughs> do, just sort right. of spreadsheets, productivity software. And mobile really changed that. It, it, it suddenly gave um, personality mm-hmm. uh, and and um, sort of personal, immediate, contextual importance to to tasks that can be fun, certainly mm-hmm. like games mm-hmm. on mm-hmm. mobile, mm-hmm. but also for productivity software. Right. And so, uh, with 
the ways that mobile has pushed interfaces forward and new kinds of interactions based on all the sensors that are built into it, as well as just sort of the the, the fun personal sensibility of mobile. Mm-hmm. It's a new set of expectations for software, certainly for our customers, mm-hmm. but also for our employees that we mm-hmm. need to start bringing to mm-hmm. To mobile, yeah, and even employees today—they're just constantly switching between devices all the time. So I know you talk a lot about that. There are so many device changes that um, users in general make today. So you know they move from one device to another, and it's just happening all the time. Why is this? Why, why should we be thinking about this? And how should we be thinking about this? Yeah, um, mobile introduced kind of a crisis, mm-hmm. right? Where all of a sudden. We needed to get our information onto not just one device or maybe two devices, but suddenly this explosion, this zombie mm-hmm. apocalypse of devices. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Xamarin has been, you know, sort of a big part of making that kind of thing easier, of of being able to develop software that works on all these different devices. Right. What we've found, though, is that as we've gotten better at doing that, mm-hmm. we've created a new kind of problem, which mm-hmm. is now we often get trapped between these devices, right. right? We're on our phone, but we really want to work on the computer. Right. And, and you see these uh, really remarkable stats. There's uh-huh. a study in the UK that found that the average Brit on a typical weekday evening uh-huh. switches devices 21 times in an hour. That's you know, moving from phone to tablet to <laughs> right. laptop and back again, ninety five percent of the time while the TV is on in the background. I know <laughs> the TV's just become the whole second screen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Well, and so so we're moving constantly between these things, yeah. and not just to do different things, but to perform the same task. That's true. So uh, Google did a study that found ninety percent of us who have more than one device mm-hmm. complete tasks across devices. So there's a lot of like content getting ported between these devices, right? That's right. How That's should we start thinking about, you know, how how should when you're building applications, what what is it that you should keep in mind about this content portability? Yeah. Well, I mean, at the moment, we're really kind of hacking it as mm-hmm. users. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're constantly emailing stuff to ourselves. You know, <laughs> like, oh, I need this on my computer. I guess I'll just email this right. URL or right. this piece of information to uh-huh. get it from place to place. Uh-huh. And I think that what we need to start to do is to design more thoughtfully mm-hmm. systems that allow easier transport between these between these devices. So, and, and part of that could be not just sort of pushing buttons on screens. Mm-hmm. I mean, Android and iOS, all the operating systems really mm-hmm. are starting to come around to this problem and try to come up with mm-hmm. building the pipes to move. Uh, information between our phone, our tablet, our desktop, and so forth. And also like just adapting it to that particular screen so we can actually work on it and just continue it, right? Yeah, that's right. I mean, and so part of it is rather than fumbling with Mm -hmm. an interface Mm -hmm. to say, I want this to move this over here, Mm -hmm. how can we create systems that, first of all, sync that information so it's just available when I move over? Exactly. But also... uh, in, in some of that is like session information, mm-hmm. making sure that we don't store sessions on on uh, device, but in the cloud, you know, mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. so that as so long it's as we're logged in, the device, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Um, but a lot of it is also thinking about new kinds of interaction, maybe more physical interaction. Mm-hmm. You know, in my studio, we've done a lot of experiments with this. For example, just tapping your phone mm-hmm. on your laptop, for example, to move oh, whatever information. Oh, it's front so and cool. center over to the computer and bring that front and center. Oh, wow, you know, so it's, yeah. it's kind of like the whole handoff thing that 
iOS, they int- uh, Apple introduced with iOS something similar. That's yeah. right. Yeah. The problem with that, so mm-hmm. that's great that mm-hmm. Apple is building kind of the pipes to move that information right. between these devices and mm-hmm. to somewhat know. Mm-hmm. But this is sort of then taking it to a next step of saying, mm-hmm. oh, these aren't just screens. These mm-hmm. are just physical objects that we're carrying with right. us. Right. What if we treated the interaction physically and thought of the information as being physical, like something that you could shake from one device to another. That is so cool. And so, yeah, Yeah. we've got that working with URLs and maps and photos and music, whatever's front and center on the phone, shake it it into your computer. And it just brings it, moves it right over. So it's those kinds of things of just reducing friction and recognizing that we need to make those kinds of changes. Because as customers, we know this problem. Mm-hmm. We're the ones hacking the system. We're creating these exactly. hacks, all of us, the same one, yeah. to email stuff to ourselves. True. And as designers and as product owners, we aren't really trying to solve that problem very much, mm-hmm. and we should. Very cool. So you always talk a little bit about designing experiences at the point of inspiration. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such a cool ta- tagline, business at the point of inspiration. What, what exactly does that mean? Well, this is one of the big things that mobile introduced, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just a personal computer in your pocket. What does that enable? Mm -hmm. It means that at any moment, you can access media or information or services, Mm -hmm. literally at the point of inspiration. I mean, we see that in our personal lives. Mm -hmm. Like, well, let's just settle who who that was who was in the movie, right? It's like, it's it's the (laughs) best settler. But it's also the thing that lets us, you know, add a calendar item, put something on our to-do list, send a quick email, all these things that it's just like in the moment, we can we can do it, and what I think that means is that this is now the the you know mobile is now the the platform that we can use to solve problems. These mm-hmm. moments of friction, these mm-hmm. moments of um, of need mm-hmm. that you know we have computing power available at any point. So let's try to f- identify those those seams, those right. those moments when we need to get something done, when we need to move information from one device to another, from the physical world into the digital and vice versa. Exactly. Uh, And so for um, enterprises specifically, you know, what can they do to capitalize on this stuff and like actually boost uh, efficiency and delight for their users? Yeah. I mean, I think, uh, you know, I mentioned that we often don't give the care to enterprise software that we give to consumer software, to our, to our sort of customer. Yeah. Yeah. and I think that we need to start, A, recognize that if we build better software for uh-huh. employees, we increase productivity, we mm-hmm. increase efficiency, we mm-hmm. increase happiness. Yeah, I actually read that, you know, um, initially mobile apps were being built by enterprises specifically because it was a competitive need. Mm. But now it's becoming 50% of the apps are being built because they want the, they're want they finding productivity and efficiency uh, uses use cases for it, which is great. Yeah. No, that's right. And, and it's professional development. You know, it's, yeah. if you can sort of say, you know, let me stop doing the administrative part of my job and start sure. doing the creative right. rich part of my job. Right. That's better for everybody, mm-hmm. right? I mean, that's better across the board. So I think one of the things that we need to bring to enterprise software that is not done as much as it should be mm-hmm. is some simple research, is mm-hmm. some simple observation, spending mm-hmm. some time with you know, the people doing this work to understand where those points of friction are. What's the what's the same, metaphorically, the same thing as sending email to ourselves? Right, uh, right. You know, which is a hack. You know, that's a point of friction. How I can like we that use really software cool thing to do of that? Like, let's shake it onto the computer and then start working, yeah. on, working on it there, right? Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if it'll, that'll catch on. So talking about enterprises and how they can capitalize on this, but 
how are they doing it today? And what are, you know, they, they make mistakes, right? What are some of those common mistakes that and we can point out and say, okay, here's how to avoid this? Yeah. I mean, I think that one of the biggest things that I think that rationally we all understand mobile is a pretty big thing. We mm -hmm. certainly know it, feel it in our yeah. own lives. And there's often conversation about, oh, mobile first, mm -hmm. and it's sort of a, it's a it's a flag that people carry, but often one that we don't actually follow through on enough. The desktop mm -hmm. keeps pulling us back. It's yeah. sort of this idea of this is the main piece of software. Right. This is this is real computing. Right. And I think that that misses the point that for most of us and in every part of our lives, mm -hmm. mobile is now the primary computing device. Mm -hmm. We use it most of the time. We mm -hmm. use it to access most of our information. Yeah. Uh, it is. It is the internet. It is the True. computer. And the desktop is the sidekick experience. Yeah. I mean, that's another thing that I was reading, of the, the fact that 50% or more of the time spent online, not just on smartphones, but online is just on mobile. It's yeah. no longer, like this desktop is just, you know, becoming less and less of an online medium these yeah. days. Yeah. And I, and I think that all of us feel that importance. And yeah. And we don't always act on it. We still yeah. are drawn into old habits. Yeah. And one of those old habits is this assumption that mobile is the secondary screen, mm -hmm, is the secondary mm -hmm. experience. But it's not, yeah. And so often it's sort of like, well, we've got this enterprise software. How do we squeeze it down, winnow it down, chop out features mm -hmm. for this secondary experience, for this sidekick? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's missing this huge opportunity, which is actually, you know what? This is the experience. So it's not how do we do less on mobile? How do mm -hmm. we do more? And mm -hmm. in fact, mobile devices often can do more than mm -hmm. the desktop counterparts. They mm -hmm. have more sensors. They have more portability. Mm -hmm. They have more ability to, to push boundaries and new frontiers and actually be part of the experience, that, that, that business at the point of inspiration right. that yeah. the desktop computer simply can't be part of. Right. And so I think it's a, it's a real sort of recasting and mindset of being, of saying it's not about you know, and don't get me wrong, desktop software has its role and its of place course. and will remain important. Uh, it's not either or. It's mm -hmm. always going to be and as we continue mm -hmm. to add more mm -hmm. and more devices. Mm -hmm. But this thing of saying uh, that for any single uh, platform that we have, mm -hmm. it's, you know, how do we create the best, fullest experience on that yeah, device? Yeah, I like how you say, don't punish me for the device I'm using. That's yeah. right. And that's so true even for employees because that's what is all about, you know, increasing productivity and efficiency with their users. No, that's right. And I mean, I think that sometimes we punish people for the device they're mm -hmm. using. We also use uh, <clears throat> the device, a small screen, as a way to, frankly, to avoid difficult design problems. And that's it's like true. We can't let ourselves yeah. off the hook like that. Yeah. This is with a computer that people are using. So let's give a great, amazing experience on that device. Yeah. User experience is the most important thing. Even for, and I think that's where you keep saying that we're sort of neglected enterprise apps, but that really shouldn't be the case. Yeah. Well, there's this great one of your, one of uh, Xamarin's uh, uh, customers, uh -huh. um, Thermo Fisher Scientific. Uh -huh. uh, this is a company that, that makes uh, essentially DNA copy machines. Right, right, right. Which sounds like, wow, that is a crazy, amazing technology, except the technology has really been around for about 20 years. Yeah. Yeah. Is no longer particularly a competitive advantage. And what they've started to do is use mobile as an app to sort of be able to control from the field uh -huh. this two-hour, three-hour DNA copying experience right. and sort of maintain that yeah. from the field. So what yeah. they're seeing as a competitive advantage is new ways to manipulate the information to create a new user experience, right. not the underlying technology. Right. So exactly. I think that more and more we're going to be seeing as you compete for employees, as you compete for efficiency, that creating great new experiences 
often on mobile yeah. is going to be the differentiator, not yes. the underlying technology or the underlying skill set. That's so true. Yeah. Do, do you have any other cool examples like that that you've come across? Well, you know, I, I think a lot of this stuff is, you know, how do you help people often in the field? Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, ultimately mm -hmm. when you're talking about mobile, it's, you know, when you're away from your mm -hmm. desk. Um, well, another Xamarin example is uh, ExactAware. Mm -hmm. uh, this is a company that helps uh, insurance adjusters mm -hmm. file their claims, go out into the field. And there's mm -hmm. like, all kinds of stuff that you need to do to mm -hmm. interface with the physical world, with the digital world, with other human beings. Mm -hmm. All these sorts of pieces of information that used to be some recordings, some field notes, some sketches of floor plans. And they've sort of consolidated it all, did that thinking of sort of where are all the points of friction right. and made an app to smooth those things out and capture all that information in one place. But also used sort of mobile's peculiarities, the sort uh -huh, of the special uh -huh. superpowers of mobile uh -huh. to make even more improvements, which yes. is to use the camera to automatically gauge the dimensions of a room. So it's like no right. more measuring tape for the nice. insurance yeah. adjuster, yeah. which was a point of thing. It's just you just point at the corners, it gets the room and sort of imports the sketch. So much of faster, the place. Yeah. so much more efficient. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So I think it's it's about identifying all of the different uh, uh, kind of nouns and verbs mm -hmm. in someone's life, mm -hmm. understanding where the points of friction are among those things mm -hmm. in this activity mm -hmm. and seeing, you know, how can technology sort of ease that bump a little bit you know, right. and, and do some of that work. Right. That is so cool. So um, why don't we, uh, as a final section here, why don't we talk a little bit about your AEIEO, uh, I'm sorry, AEIOU ideation methodology yeah. um, for product conception. Yeah, Tell me about great. it. Great. This is a... Um, uh, uh, a research method that I use. I, I didn't invent it. It's been around since the 90s. But it's just a simple mnemonic mm -hmm. for A-E-I-O-U, like mm -hmm. the vowels. Mm -hmm. Activities, environment, interactions, objects, and users. Mm -hmm. uh, or people is mm -hmm. another good way to put it. Mm -hmm. And it's really, again, this collection of nouns and verbs yeah. around an activity. Yeah. And sort of basically saying, all right, for our insurance adjuster example, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what are all of the activities, environments, interactions, objects, and people that uh, our insurance adjuster right. might encounter in her right. visit? That's what is cool, witness yeah. to her activity? Right. And then you start to think about where are the points of friction as she moves information from the people who live in the house into her notes uh -huh, from the uh -huh. environment. You know, what are the kinds of environments that, she that she's encounter. in? Yeah. And this, it's really a, a, a framework of contextual inquiry just to sort of be mindful of all of the the entire space right. that surrounds an activity. Right. And that as you catalog these things and think about these things, you tend to start to uh, work with the environment and with the human need mm -hmm. and less about the technology. Often mm -hmm. as technologists, it's tempting to say, we've got these technologies, let's impose it on our lives. Yeah. And this, this is really a focus on the human needs mm -hmm. of that particular context. Mm -hmm. What are all of the sort of pieces here? What are the challenges that they suggest? And then how might technology help to ease those transitions among yeah. all of those nouns and verbs? Right, right. Um, and so it's really a way to think about sort of user research, mm -hmm. you know, what are the, how can we help rather than how can we impose technology on the person? So it's sort of an inside out right. approach that right. I think tends to yield more human and humane mm -hmm. results, which mm -hmm. as we were talking about at the outset is often a failing of enterprise software. That's true. 
Um, that's that's awesome. That's a good way to think about it. A E I O U. You just have it in your head, and you know every sort of app that you're building. Just think about the activities, the environment. What were I O U again? Yeah. Uh, so activities, environment, interactions, interactions, objects, and users. Interactions, objects, and users. That's that's nice. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's a good way to sort of understand to start with as you start to form what the product should be. Mm-hmm. To yeah. kind of go out into the field, observe exactly. people, and yeah. think about and just have these five columns right. that you can list these out. Yeah, cool. Um, well, Josh, that was great. Is there anything else you think we should be aware of or we should just keep in mind? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think that the, the biggest thing that we were talking about is just this idea that, um, you know, consumer software is changing mm-hmm. the way that we need to think about enterprise apps. Mm-hmm. And I think that uh, it's not just a matter of catch-up mm-hmm. that we have an opportunity to really break new ground with enterprise mm-hmm. software and really mm-hmm. transform people's lives. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. to build new kinds of companies that right. remove some of the the burden and and yeah. uh, you know, frankly, dreary tasks that all yeah. of us have to do in our lives. Yeah, and bring some productivity and delight to it. Yeah, that's yeah. right. And you, you know, and mobile is full of magic. Yes. You know, all these superpowers. Yes. Let's start to use the sensors to create new kinds of uh, interactions and experiences from simple things like shaking, you know, information from one device to another Mm -hmm. to grabbing it and throwing it into another device Mm -hmm. or even, you know, capturing the physical uh, environment and transforming that into digital. So much opportunity ahead for us. I know. Well, that was wonderful. Thank you so much for sharing all that with us. Thank you, Anusha.